As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Men's Vows Podcast Do You Take This Man? I'm your host, Sam Irvin. And if you're joining us for the first time, we are here to talk about dating, relationships, and marriage through the lens of the modern gay man. I'm happy that you're here. Today, I'm chatting with Chris and Clay, and I have the biggest crush on both of these guys because they are so awesome. But before we dive in, I'd like to kick things off by highlighting a couple on Men's Vows. If you haven't seen the blog before, mensvows.com features gay male couples who have gotten engaged, married, and we like to share these stories so that we're doing our part to increase inclusivity around the world. You know, normalizing seeing two men getting married. But also, it's a nice source of inspiration. Today I want to tell you about Richard and Ryan. You can find links to their Instagrams on their article, and you can find their article on mensvows.com. There's some super dapper photos from their engagement, and I really appreciate this quote by Richard when he says, quote, I thought Ryan was super cute with a great personality, he has an amazing smile and eyes, but oddly, <laughs> I do love the way that he frowns, too. Guys, have you ever seen your man pout? You know, not when anything really serious is wrong, just when he's like a little cranky, maybe a little hangry, and sometimes just a little bit. Do you think it's cute? Maybe not. Maybe that's just me, but I love that quote about loving the way his husband frowns. It just cracks me up. There wasn't any frowning on today's episode, only laughing with Clay and Chris Rice Thompson. They tell us about how Chris organized a flash mob proposal, very sexy, and how Clay got him back with a surprise flash mob at their wedding. We really had a great time talking to these boys, put me in such a good mood, and I think it'll do the same thing for you. So please enjoy this episode with Chris and Clay. Welcome. Thank you, everyone, for joining. I'm so excited today. We're sitting here with Chris and Clay. Chris and Clay are professional Broadway actors living in New York City. They are husbands. They've been featured on Men's Vows. And it's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to go to their article today and ask them questions about their wedding. Um, guys, welcome to Do You Take This Man? Yay, thanks for having us. Thank you so much. We're happy to be here. I'm so glad that you're here. So um, this is I, this is my first time meeting Clay, but Chris, you recently became part of the team that is Men's Vows. Yeah. Um, so, Super glad that you're part of the team. What has been your experience so far? What are, what are your thoughts of uh, being part of Men's Vows? Oh, it's super exciting. Um, I'm really honored to be a part of the team. I've been aware of Men's Vows uh, existence and influence, you know, uh, for a while. And we did a couple of interviews with them leading up to our wedding. They had a feature on us, like the countdown to I Do back in 2019 that led up to our big day and uh, a couple follow-up interviews and stuff. And it's now just so cool to be on the other side of that uh, of that situation, getting to interact with couples and celebrate uh, LGBTQIA love with men's vows. It's an yeah. honor to be a part of the fam, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a little family for sure. I, just before we interviewed, before this interview, I was watching the your videos, the, the countdown to I do. Uh -huh. um, you guys, I'm so 
I'm such a sap. <laughs> I, I was watching your your um, flash mob proposal, which we can talk about that. I want to hear Aww. details. And I'm just sitting here drinking coffee this morning, watching that, and like it just fills me with joy. I, I get a little teary eyed. So um, thank you for sharing those. Uh, oh, listeners should go watch those now. But that's not the only thing you're involved in. You guys also have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. We post YouTube videos every week and it's just been a nice, we start started like at the beginning of quarantine um, mm -hmm. and it's just been a nice way to like have something to do and give ourselves a schedule of like twice a week, we have to film something and edit something and put it together. And it's been a nice little outlet to stay creative during this crazy time. And it also has elevated the way we can connect with people. Like Clay and I were, and we were chatting about this earlier before we started recording, you know how that, uh, with Instagram, it can be a quick little glimpse into someone's life for a day. But with these vlogs, we get to go in more in depth and answer questions and uh, discuss important things as well as have a lot of fun in the process. Yeah. Do you, I'm going to explore this right now. What's the name of your, your YouTube channel? Well, it's, I started it back in the day, back when I was a single man. So it's uh, my username, which is Chris Rice NY, like New York. Uh, but the channel is Clay and my, my channel. Got it. Okay. Let's see. I'm looking at, yeah, I see it here. Yeah, that was that was one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I'm probably gonna jump around here, but um, since you brought it up, um, because that's your Instagram handle as well, right, Chris? Yes. Chris, Chris Rice, New York is yeah, your NY, Chris. yeah. Um, Clay, what's your Instagram handle? Mine is Clay Rice Thompson. Okay. There's no P in Thompson. Our no married name that. is Rice Thompson. There's no P. <laughs> yes. Okay, and that's what I wanted to ask you about: is your names? You guys both hyphenated. Because your YouTube channel says Christopher Rice Dash Thompson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you legally change your name when you got married? On the wedding uh, certificate, um, yeah, it's, it's our new last name. However, we, uh, you know, we got married in November. Got back from the honeymoon late November. Christmas happened. We will. We were like, we're gonna change our names in the new year. COVID hit, and uh, we didn't start the process of changing our names till earlier this year in 2021. So we are. Um, it's not like a process that I kind of pictured in my head, which was like fill out some forms, write some checks, get your new last name. But it's uh, it's kind of like a checklist. You fill out some paperwork, send it out, get the first thing back, which is the social security card. And then uh, on to the next thing, which is the passport. And you, you have to wait a few weeks in between each thing to move on to the next step. So we are midway through that process. And uh, I guess you could say we're like, halfway legalized with our last name at this point but according to the only way we're married is with the new last name so that that's reassuring <laughs> oh interesting so your marriage yeah. license says rice thompson yeah but everything else is in the works let's catch Correct. it up yeah <laughs> okay i'm so like interested in that topic i think for our listeners it's an interesting thing because um with heterosexual couples it's kind of given like it, it there's kind of a process there Maybe there's more and more women these days who decide not to take the names of their husbands. But for us, it's like, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit on the show. Some couples have merged their last names into like mm -hmm. a new name. Um, others have hyphenated and others have chosen not to change to take each other's names. How did you make that decision? Did you did you jointly decide you're both going to do this? or And how did you decide like Rice Thompson and instead of Thompson Rice? Like walk me through that. Well, first is the worst, second is the best. So Thompson <laughs> came after. Um, no, we we kind of just like, it happened organically. We were like, we both want to have kids. And we were like, I want our kids to share both of our last names. And we want to share each other's last name. And so um, we thought that Thompson Rice sounded like a food, like white rice and brown rice and Thompson rice. Like a brand, <laughs> a brand yeah. of rice, if you will. <laughs> so, so we just went with Bryce Thompson and it worked that it was alphabetical. So that was a nice, easy uh, change. But yeah, that's, we just kind of knew from the beginning that we were like, I guess not from the beginning. We didn't, once we decided we were getting married, we were like, <laughs> I want to have, we want to share each other's name for sure. I'm taking a peek at, cause I want to uh, just explore a little bit of the types of topics that you have on your YouTube channel. looks like you've done some like some live vlogging. You've taken, uh, oh, tell me about this one where you let, I, I remember seeing you post this on Instagram, but I haven't watched the video yet because um, this was recent, where you let your Instagram followers decide what you were going to do for the day. 
Okay, this turned out to be such a fun day. We uh, put a series of polls, questions, uh, et cetera, on our Instagram stories, on both of our Instagram accounts. And we'd be like, okay, what do we have for breakfast? What do we watch while we eat breakfast? Where do we go next? Do we uh, do I shave or get a haircut? Like whatever. And mm -hmm. or list places you'd want to go in New York City that you think we should go. And we would like scroll and put our finger on one. And we let our Instagram followers dictate what we do for 24 hours. And it was such a fun day. And I got to tell you, we ate some of the yummiest, most unhealthy food I've had in so long. I'm, I don't want to spoil the video, but from McDonald's to cookies to waffles, we had it all. And it was a pretty special and really memorable day. And it felt very New York. You know, we got to see some yeah. iconic New York spots, play tourists a little bit. And uh, it's definitely a fun uh, way. These vlogs have led us to create some really special memories that we wouldn't have had, you know, kind of during this COVID uh process um otherwise we wouldn't have had these fun unique memories and that's definitely one of the fun ones was going all over new york city and capturing it all and also not knowing what we were going to do next yeah that's so exciting and one i mean one day is just one day i gotta be honest that makes me feel nervous <laughs> about like just being at the whims of you know whoever yeah. So was it where they open-ended questions where it's like you'll do anything they propose and then you just picked one of them we we gave like i would say well we did like should we make cereal or should we make waffles i or, make cereal like yeah. we're gonna go to a factory and make cereal <laughs> yes i'm very talented so there was like a a more like fine-tuned like decision making process for them that wasn't just like tell us what to do um but we did do some like where should we go next and then we picked from those we would like scroll through and like stop it and it was like one of them was like should we go to the friend's apartment or carrie bradshaw's apartment well yeah they, those were two oh, suggestions that we got and yeah, then yeah, yeah we put those in a poll and let people decide from there what oh, we do. that is so clever well that's such a cool idea just the spontaneity of what's going to happen next and just leaving it up to the whims of your friends yeah. <laughs> that's a really that sounds like a fun spontaneous day it reminds yeah. me of i've seen videos where people walk through the groceries you've probably seen this on tiktok they're walking through the grocery store they're just like pointing their arm up and down in the aisle like waving their arm until their partner or whoever they're with says stop and then whatever they're pointing at that's what they buy and so then they'll do that a couple times and they'll get like random snacks and foods for like a movie night or something so it's like are we gonna end up with popcorn or doritos or that's cool nuts or something just a silly way to like spice it up and be unpredictable I fully thought cool. you were going to say that they had to like create a dish with all of the oh, like God. ingredients they picked out. Like, that sounds like a reality <laughs> show. Maybe the three of us should produce it. Men's vows can also oversee it. And we Damn. will feature gay couples cooking in the kitchen. I think we're on to something. Let's, <laughs> end, let's end this now and like start planning. <laughs> I agree. I can't guarantee that what would turn out would be really good, but some of like those cooking shows, some of them, the most fun episodes are the, when things are a complete disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I love a cooking show. Yes. Yeah. What are your, what do you, what are your favorites? Do you have like your go-to shows? I mean, Great British Bake Off is number mm. one for yes. sure. But mm -hmm. one that we've started picking up recently is the, is it Best Leftover Meal? Best. Or that Leftover Show is interesting because show. the name on Netflix is different than what they say when they start the show. It's like, <laughs> hi, you're watching that Leftover Show, but I think it's called like Best Leftovers Ever or something. And they mm -hmm. have to make a completely new dish out of someone's leftovers from the night before. So like let's say someone got uh, Chinese food. So they have rice and they have whatever, like uh, an assortment of different small portions. Uh, the three chefs have to... Uh, come up with something totally different. It can't taste like Chinese food by the end. It has to be like either a comfort food or a like high end dish. So yeah. it's uh, it's really fun and it's just cool to see what people come up with. Yeah. The artistry, creativity, and also the fails are pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, gotta love the fails. Yeah. Um, you guys, I okay. Right now, I'm clicking subscribe on your YouTube channel because I'm scrolling through and looking at all of your videos, and they look. I'm, I could just get lost for hours. Um, <laughs> like 10 tips for a more positive life. I want to watch that. Uh, you're being in Marriott, Mexico, traveling adventure, come vacation with us. Like these videos look great. I want to get lost in them. Um, so, We're happy to have you along for the journey. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, cool. Okay. But I also wanted to ask you about your article on men's vows. I have that opened as well. I went to mensvows.com search Chris and Clay. And this 
this article, it's, it's already been out for like a year. So it's not a new one. And it's talking about your wedding, which happened in the fall of 2019, right? Yep. Yes. So it's been a little, it's been a little while. Um, but I'm going through and I'm looking at your photos and I want to ask, first of all, they're amazing. They're so good. You guys are so cute. Um, your wedding party is like on fire. Um, and there's two videos here that you guys did with Jason where he asked you in the months leading up to your wedding, um, just questions about the planning and preparation. So that was really cool to watch, but I wanted to go through and ask you some more questions about that day in particular. First of all, now that it's been, it's been what a year and a half now of married life. So what has been your impression of married life a year and a half in? Well, I think we've been pretty, uh, I don't know. Our situation has been unique because, you know, a few months into our uh, marriage, a pandemic hit. And thankfully it's the only pandemic we've lived through and hopefully the last one that happens in, you know, this lifetime. But, uh, we also, as Broadway performers, sometimes we travel on the road when we're not doing a show based out of New York City. Um, right after our honeymoon, I booked the Broadway musical Hamilton, but I booked the touring company that travels around. So January 1st, I flew out to join that. And then shortly after that, like a week later, Clay was joining a national tour of the musical Jesus Christ Superstar. So we both thought that for our first year of marriage, more or less, we would not really be together except for the occasional like day off trip to see the other person or taking a vacation to see the other person. And it was tough. Like we, I remember we just celebrated our wedding and our honeymoon and we celebrated the holidays. And then I remember crying my first few nights, just being away from Clay. It was just sad. And we FaceTimed a lot and I was doing one of my dream jobs. So like life was good, but I was just sad to be away from Clay. And then, you know, three months later, the world shut down and now he's probably sick of me being with him every second of every day. Hello, <laughs> we wish for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we went from thinking that we were not going to spend much of our first year married uh, in the same physical place to being stuck with each other 24 hours a day. So our, our first year has been really unique. And uh, it's been such a gift that we are appreciating in such a new way to have this first year of marriage spent together, even if it is in isolation, you know, with the craziness of the world going on. Um, I'm really thankful, not only thankful we had our dream wedding before, um, you know, so many people had to cancel theirs or postpone theirs, et cetera. We feel extremely lucky, but also that we got to take a step forward as a married couple into our life together and to face whatever battles come our way. And this huge you know, thing happened in the world that we got to face together as a couple, as a married couple. And I think we're really thankful for that. So it's been, yeah. it's been nice. Yeah. Did I say that? Okay, Clay, did I? It was perfect. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you said, I mean, as terrible as the pandemic has been and as much as I wish it never happened and that it was over quickly, it has been a, a huge blessing to get to spend it together because we didn't think we were going to get to spend a lot of our first year of being married together. So um, it has been so nice and we have gotten to spend a lot of time together. Um, <laughs> but it's been so nice. We spent the first couple of months in Toronto. That's where Chris's tour was. Um, and then we went to my mom's house for a little while. Um, and then we came back to New York and we've been here for ever since like since last summer, pretty much. So um, I want to I want to ask you about your um, how your careers affect your life like where you are and your scheduling and all that i mean okay first of all can we just go back chris just like casually mentioned that he was part of the touring cast in hamilton like whoa <laughs> whoa that's incredible um and you you guys did an, an episode on the podcast with the broadway husbands right yeah it also came on this podcast and i was just reading more about them after i talked to them and i saw all of the performances that they had all the different shows that yeah. they had known. i was just blown away i was like i can't believe that I'm talking to people who have performed in some of these amazing shows. It's so cool. Um, so it's really cool getting to talk to you guys as well. I can't believe that you were in Hamilton. I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> well, thanks. We've both been pretty um, lucky with our performance opportunities. We feel pretty lucky. Yeah. So, so what does that mean then in terms of, obviously things are slow right now with the pandemic, but in normal times you would both, I think, be on the road a lot would you be able to travel to tour with each other would you be going back and forth how do you manage the life of being on tour and also trying to be be married 
Well, we actually met doing the Broadway national tour of West Side Story. Mm -hmm. I was right out of college. Clay uh, left school to join this Broadway tour, and that's how we first met each other and hit it off. We were roommates, and then we were roommates, if you know what I mean. and we um that's when we first fell in love and so we we met in this crazy world of musical theater and the touring broadway lifestyle um right when we got back i left to go on a different tour as clay joined a show in new york and we did long distance for the first time kind of like uh, what we were just talking about being together every second to being apart it was very similar so we've we've known the extremes from early on in our relationship but then the majority of our relationship we've both been in broadway shows in new york at the same time so while our schedules were not always the same, usually it involves working in the evenings with afternoon rehearsals occasionally. And working, uh, I feel like when you have a schedule like that, it kind of reflects like a typical modern uh, schedule for a normal, normal quote unquote, non-theater couple mm-hmm. that would work during the day and have weekends off. We just happened to not work during the day and not have weekends off, but our schedules still were in sync. And the majority of our relationship has been um, in New York City, while both working, which has been really uh, fortunate for both of us. Have you, obviously you've performed together on stage. Have you ever gone to watch the other one perform in something that you weren't in? All the time. All the time? And I cry every single time. Me too. <laughs> every single time. Yeah. yeah. He did a show on Broadway called Book of Mormon. And mm-hmm. it, it's like a very, very funny show, very crass show. Mm-hmm. and it would start and I know I've like seen the show 20 times and it would start and he would come on stage and I would have tears in my eyes and I'd be mm-hmm. like wiping the tears off my face. <laughs> it's like, this is a funny show. And I'm like sitting here crying. Everyone else is having a great time. And I'm like, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> I love that. I feel the same way. Yeah. Clay is um, such a talented performer. I don't know when you're around someone all the time and you don't, you're not seeing them do uh, execute their skill every day. Like Clay is a, uh, he is a well-crafted artist and to see him on stage uh, is just incredible. And like he did the show called King Kong. It was like, you know, about the big monkey, right? They had this huge three-story puppet on stage and like it was in 2019, really epic show. And Clay danced his ass off and was controlling this giant puppet as, as part of this team. It was incredible. And every time I watched it, I was just like, that's my guy like he loves me and he's up there doing this he's the best one on stage and oh it's, yeah it's always always so cool to see the other person you, you just forget how talented your, your your peers are and your friends are and the person that you love you sleep in the same bed with every night it's like wow i get to see them do like what they do best you know yeah um, professionally you know he does a lot yeah. of great things but to see him I'll, do that is really fun i'll pay you for all of that later plays <laughs> <laughs> like stop yeah that's cool i i feel like that could just be such a tough thing especially when you're doing the touring the traveling i mean as hard as you work i'm assuming it's not just performances but you also have to squeeze in rehearsals at some point and sounds like a um you know sounds like a lot but it's cool that you have that shared passion for sure it is a lot but we get to sing and dance for yeah. a living like that's as hard as it is and as hard as as it is to be away from each other sometimes it's like we get to do what we love and and still like thank god for facetime and like getting to see each other uh on our phones um and technology so that has been like a a saving grace when we're one of us is on the road or both of us are on the road yeah Um, but but Yeah. yeah we get to do what we love and see the country and share those experiences with each other and get to see different cities. And then like when I was in, I forget, I think Chris played Nashville with, was it Nashville? You played a city with Hamilton. And then I played that same city with Jesus Christ Superstar like a couple weeks later. And it was like, yeah, it was oh, Nashville. go to this restaurant and like oh. go see this band play at this bar. Like it was, it's cool yeah. to like share those experiences and, even though they're different experiences, getting to share the same ones kind of together is special. What's the longest period of time that you've gone where you weren't physically together? I think only like about a month and... No, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. No. With, I did White Christmas while you were in Newsy, so that was at least three months. And then... Yeah, but we saw each other throughout that. Sure. But I guess like not being in the same place, living the same place. You also, we've gone out of town for certain gigs too. Like Clay did a production of Jesus Christ Superstar that he later toured with, 
but that was in Chicago and that was a couple months. So like a few months here and there, but we've still been pretty fortunate. And honestly, we just like each other a lot. So we try to really, really squeeze any like few minutes with each other and that we can, like whether it's like, okay, like I take a show off and I'll go out and fly and see him or I'll fly right after my evening show on a red eye to be where he's at and sleep wow. in the same bed and then leave again the next day kind of thing. Well, sometimes we have to sacrifice, but we make it work. Yeah, it takes that that passion <laughs> to make mm-hmm. it happen. Um, I'm doing I'm doing long distance right now. I've talked about this a little bit. Uh, my boyfriend's Zach's in California, and I'm out in Colorado. So we do a lot of time on Facetime or house party or yeah. you know playing games online, just finding ways to like stay connected. Of course, we like text each other all day long, sending <laughs> <laughs> the memes and stuff. Um, TikTok sure. videos. Um, well, you know that when it's the right person, the long distance thing is obviously worth it. Yes, true. Um, which is really encouraging. I, I feel like I've talked to a lot of people who have done long distance and made it work. And it is just encouraging, I think, to hear that. Because when you're in it sometimes, literally right now, like I was talking to Zach this morning about trying to figure out our next trip and then our next, next trip and, you know, having a nice plan. And mm-hmm. it's hard because there's uncertainty and there's other things we have to work around. And like, if you're not careful, flights will creep up and then they'll get really expensive. Right. Um, and so trying to, trying to work through all of that. Sometimes it feels like difficult. It feels burdensome. Um, but it, it's encouraging to realize, well, a lot of couples do this and work through this and make it work. So, you know, it just takes patience and persistence and obviously the feeling, I mean, when we're together, that's, that's what I love. Like I love being together in the same place with them. So that's what makes it all worth it. You know, absolutely. Anyway. Um, enough about long distance. I want to, yeah. <laughs> oh, you were, oh, you, you said earlier, um, you get to do, you get to sing and dance for a living. So speaking of singing and dancing, tell me about, you did two flash mobs, right? The engagement and the wedding. Yeah. Well, I, Chris did a flash mob for Clay <laughs> to propose right. and that was supposed to be the only flash mob, but then he got me back at the wedding. Um, and uh, after it was at a reception after like the toasts or something right before dinner started, um, a Whitney Houston song started playing and the wedding party got up and started dancing. And I was like, oh my gosh, of course our wedding party filled with all these theater people put together a dance, but then every single person at the wedding, including our family members all got up and joined in later, like halfway through. And Clay and I were just laughing and crying. And I was like, who organized this? This is crazy. And then Clay got up and ran around and joined in the dance at the very end. And it was I was so like, it's my cute. turn. And I like ran around <laughs> the table. But we were, being performers, we were like very insistent on not having live performances at our wedding. And we were like, we don't, we don't need a live band and we don't need. Well, we had a couple of live instruments. That is true. During the ceremony. Fight, I had to fight Clay to get a live strings Ooh. like uh, for the ceremony. I was like, I want live music. We don't have to have a singer. We don't have to have dancers or I don't know fire twirlers or anything but uh i would like some live music so we did have that for like the pre-ceremony cocktails and the uh, the ceremony itself but after that it was all well i was like i don't want any live performances i don't want it to feel like it's a a show like anybody singing or like you have to like watch the singer i want it to feel like you can just like let go have a good time because a lot of the people that were at the wedding are performers so i didn't want anyone to feel like it was like a performance. Right. Um, yeah. and then, Except you did because you had a flash <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was a it was a big surprise for sure. I like how you like weaponize the performance, the the, <laughs> the flash mob, like I got you back. You exactly. got me the engagement but I got you back at the wedding. Mm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's with right. song and dance. <laughs> so how did you like orchestrate that without well first of all without Chris finding out and second of all did you have people like traveling in and how did you get like family and everybody in on it Yeah so I just recorded videos um and I sent like I sent the wedding party the first videos and I was like okay I know there's a lot of it's a long song but I had a lot of the choreography repeat so that mm-hmm. it was like easier on their brains mm-hmm. um so I sent it to the wedding party first and then I sent it to a lot of our performer friends uh, I sent them like the second chunk and then I sent everybody at the wedding, um, including our families who are not dancers or performers at all. Yeah. Um, I sent them like the final section and I was like, it's very easy. Like, again, it's going to repeat every chorus and you're going to do the same thing. Um, and then they 
like met up in the parking lot the night before the wedding we were i was like okay we're gonna like go back to the room and like we need to write down our vows because right now we just like typed them out on our phones but we want to like write them down so we can read them during the ceremony we wanted to wait to do that until the night before the wedding so like we're gonna take 30 minutes and we're gonna like go and we're gonna be alone so if you need to do anything like mm -hmm. everybody did that mm -hmm. um and so they all like went into the parking lot and did a little rehearsal our wow. wedding videographer actually went and filmed the rehearsal and showed it to us later so cool. we have a also on our youtube channel we did like some wedding weekend vlogs i think we did two we like captured everything we did with our wedding party and like gifts for each other. And there's a fun video of all of our friends rehearsing in the parking lot and our family members, <laughs> and like our aunts and uncles. It's really cute. And Chris, you had no idea until it started that this was I had no idea. No idea. No. What did it feel like when, how did, well, how did it, like, do you have, are the videos on the YouTube? Should we go watch them later? Yeah, yeah definitely watch them. How did it start? Like the song well, we, came on and then. Yeah. So the song came on, it was, right? I think I, we just finished a toast and I was yeah, like, was everyone like, go eat. Like buffet's open kind of thing. We, had, we did like a, yeah. um, we did a nice like dinner buffet instead of like, um, uh, like a plate buffets. of dinner. Yeah, I remember buffets, <laughs> pre-pandemic. Um, and we were like, we want to be like really flowy. People go grab what they want, come back. Like we didn't want it to be like, everyone has must sit down at this mm -hmm. moment, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I was like, okay, everyone go eat. And the music started but playing. I, was like, I don't think, I don't think we eat now. I think it's like, in a little bit, I think there's one more thing. And, he and was I like, was like, no, I planned this. No, before. like go, everybody go eat. And I was like, don't go eat. Um, <laughs> but, but then like, that was like, like a 10 second moment of like, why aren't people eating? And the music was playing, but people were all kind of like looking at their phones or like looking away. And I was but like- But our wedding party got up and like went around the table to like, cause Chris was like, go eat. So. I think in his head it was like, oh, they're going to eat, so we need to go eat. And I was like, I think we should sit here. I think we should just right. have a moment. But I didn't, I didn't clock it at all. I thought maybe someone told you like, not to get up. But I didn't clock that you were, you know, in charge of it all. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a really fun video. And like honestly, uh, we, uh, one reason that I decided to propose with a flash mob is because we have spent many hours on YouTube, like weeping over other people's proposals and like wedding surprise videos or first dances, those types mm -hmm. of things were big saps. <laughs> um, so I, am too, I get it. Yeah, yeah sure. And <laughs> even since yours. I watched your video and I was uh -huh. just like, Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> Look at them. I'm happy. <laughs> I was so surprised. Yeah. I love it. Sure. Great. Yeah. I think, I think if anyone with a heart can kind of connect to those videos and like appreciate the love. Right. And I think um, not to be, too gross. We've gone back and watched these, like the proposal or the wedding flash mob many times because it was honestly some of the happiest moments of my life uh, thus far. And it's fun that those were captured for us to relive and also to share that joy with others is uh, we're really passionate about making this world more happy, positive and joyful. And I think to get to share the happiest moments of our lives with others has got to spread that joy. So that's fun to just have that to share. Curious if there's any that you can think of off the top of your head that you've seen on YouTube or, or social media. From, like, what are some of the flash mob proposals that you've seen other people do? Oh my gosh, there's so many. There's some in Times Square we've seen. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's. I will say, not to be like ours is the best because I don't mean that at all. But with a <laughs> lot of the ones we have watched, <laughs> well, to us it is. But yeah. um, a lot of the ones we watch, it's like people watching strangers starting to dance and then they add on and add on. But what was really special for us about ours is that everyone dancing in both of the flash mobs were people that we knew that were friends of ours. So that was really mm -hmm. fun. Instantly, you knew, like when I was proposing, you knew what was happening because our best friends came out and started dancing, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But, but gosh, did, you, so many. did you see them? Cause you guys were like in a park somewhere. Did you see those people before they started dancing? They like came out of the woodwork, like out of the No, bushes. Yeah, I didn't, I, okay. Well, he told me that we were doing a photo shoot in Central Park with our friend Tyler, who ended up shooting our wedding as well. Mm -hmm. But we were like walking around Central Park and we like stopped in a couple different spots to take pictures. And then we were going to where he ended up proposing and he was like look at your phone like look pull up that picture no, we, of had, we had planned the photographer tyler mm -hmm. was like do you have any pictures that you've taken together recently and i was like i think would you clay look on your phone and that got him to like look downward in case mm. you could see our friends Somebody hiding like around or cameras hiding behind a hot dog cart or something you like right. really thought through this every detail <laughs> yeah where are his eyes going to yeah. be yeah. I <laughs> make sure that they are where i want them to be <laughs> yes i I was checking my boxes. But yeah, I, so we like turned to the corner and I was like looking at my phone. And then as soon as I heard the music and he like grabbed me and pulled me up onto like a little bench, mm -hmm. I knew right away, I was like, 
I know what you're doing because it was all of our friends and I was he started singing and I was like I know what's happening but I didn't know that my parents were there he brought my parents in and so they danced in the flash mob nice touch it's my dad's like claim to fame he's done two flash mobs now and he thinks he's (laughs) a dancer (laughs) he's a Broadway performer he's like yes of course perform next to people who are in Hamilton exactly (laughs) okay dad uh (laughs) There was one that came out probably 10 years ago where this guy put this, it was a heterosexual couple. He put his girlfriend or fiance, I guess, on the back of a yes, van. Have you seen this yes. one? Uh-huh. He, got, he got it from like multiple angles and he had all of their friends. So they were driving down the street. She's sitting mm-hmm. in the back of the van with the, with the tailgate open or with the, yes. you know what I'm saying? And yep. like, so she's moving backwards and obviously very slowly down this like neighborhood mm-hmm. street and all of her family is and friends are like dancing and they're coming and you don't know who's about to show up. Right. Like she had no yeah. idea. And it was so cool to watch the excitement on her face as it was mm-hmm. all unfolding. And like some, one of her new friends would run across and she'd just like squeal with delight <laughs> and, her yeah. was there and her parents and she starts crying and the whole thing was just so well done that I, I mean i saw that probably 10 years ago and i still sure. stands out in my mind that was like the bruno mars song right wasn't it yeah, i want to marry you for sure, for sure. Sure. that was yeah. when you asked that was one that came to mind i think that one is so 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 special yeah iconic <laughs> but i also you know but then there's other people out there who might appreciate watching somebody else's flash mob proposal but who would be mortified <laughs> if oh, yeah. in that scenario because like the public the publicness of it, just having the attention on yourself, I think makes some people, you know, uncomfortable. Like, a, sure. it, you know, see that as more of a private event. So, sure. you know, it's interesting how folks have different preferences of what that moment would entail, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think it's interesting. I didn't think of it so well. Neither Clay or I have like stage fright or are worried about being seen in public because of what we do for a living. Yeah. But, um, uh, some people, some of our friends have commented like it was fun for you, but I could never, or I hope no one ever proposes right. to me in public. So, like that's very, that's very common for people to think it's a more private thing. But to me, it was so much, uh, our friends have played such a key part in our lives and even in our relationship. So that was fun to really include them in. I mean, clearly I'm not marrying all of them. I'm married, I'm married <laughs> Clay, but it was fun to include them in this big moment. I think that was really cool. And a couple of people have commented. I mean, we shared the video online for others to see and stuff and not even so much in a way to like, everyone watch this proposal, but it was fun to share for our family members that didn't come or, you know, for other friends that couldn't make it. And uh, a lot of people have seen it now and so many people have thanked us for uh, living out loud. I think that's still something Mm -hmm. that we uh, at times take for granted here, at least in New York City, in this Mm -hmm. uh, mini bubble that we're in of acceptance and things like that. People in other countries have commented and said like it has inspired them to be their authentic self or to fight for equality in their area. And that is something I don't think either of us ever thought about we didn't think of our uh, proposal as like an act of protest against the haters and the naysayers of love. But I think in the end, uh, videos like that are inspiring people. And that's been uh, such an added gift uh, with the whole um, proposal video and sharing that I think has been fun. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, when I watch it, I, I definitely get emotional when I think about you two and what you were feeling in the moment. But also when I see your friends and your family, which includes straight people and which includes not just guys, but also girls. And to know that, and not just for your proposal video, but also your wedding and a lot of the articles that we've done on men's vows and and other um, wedding videos, when seeing the family and the community and the support that people's friends have, that, I don't even know, I can't think of, there's no words for like how good that feels to know that they're not, tolerating this wedding they're there to celebrate you as a couple and your decision to be together and that means a lot to a lot of people out there in the world so Mm -hmm. i think you you put that really well yeah it's uh we're thankful to have the support that we do that's for sure yeah and the freedom that we do to love each other yeah yeah totally okay so i'm looking at your uh your your wedding photos on men's vows where was this Palm Springs, California. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. It was a dream. It was, the weather was perfect. We did a concert out there like two years prior, a year and a half prior. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, like a year and a half before. Um, and we just fell in love with the area and talked to people that were from there. And they were like, it's a desert. So it rains like four days a year. So you're always guaranteed gorgeous weather. It's but a- during that trip, there was a wedding at the hotel we were staying at and it rained. So we were like, ooh, ooh maybe they picked one, the one of the four days. One, Yeah, like one of the four days. But it didn't steer us away from... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not our wedding. Um, but uh, it did not steer us away from thinking about that as a wedding location. Yeah. The Palm Springs is one of those towns that's it's kind of a gay haven, right? There's a lot yeah. of guys oh, yeah. go there on trips and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we had we had only gone there once for that concert, but and then once for wedding planning purposes. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, it is known, especially like in the older uh not older community, but older a little older than us, uh it is definitely like a like a safe haven, as you said. And uh while we didn't had so much connected to that part of the community before, and now it's where we got married. So now it's forever part of you know our journey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you, so you didn't have any connection to California or? No, I'm from upstate New York and he's from Oklahoma. And okay. so we were kind of like anywhere we get married is going to be a destination wedding for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, and, and now we live in New York city. So it's so expensive to live in New York and to get married in New York. Oh, we were it's like insane, insanely expensive. Yeah. So we were like anywhere we get married is going to be a destination for a lot of people. So we might as well pick a destination that's like fierce and that we want to go to and that other people would love to go to and maybe revisit. And when we were there and since then, everyone, or not everyone, a lot of people mm-hmm. have been like, I I need to go back. I need to go back to Palm I Springs. Just... I need to plan another trip. So it was, it. I mean, we couldn't have imagined a better location for the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And we also wanted to keep our same anniversary. Clay asked me out on 11, 11, 11. Like make a wish. It was the best wish of all time. Got a husband out of the deal. Um, and we wanted to keep the same anniversary. So we got married on 11, 11, 19. But when planning that wedding, we were like, it's going to be freaking cold in New York. And we don't want to be married in the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so that on top of like everything you just said, really helped us uh, find a, a more warm location. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, w- I was just talking about destination weddings on last week's episode with Valerie Wilson Travel, which is like, Travel, mm-hmm. uh, travel experts, and then also Jason, who you guys interviewed with with Ms. Mountain, mm-hmm. um, and his wedding planning advice. So um, interesting. How did you narrow it down to Palm Springs specifically? I think it was kind of just the top of our list. Yeah. We, had, we decided what, right when we got engaged, someone gave us the advice to not start planning the wedding for a certain amount of time. They said, pick a month, pick two months, whatever your date is, just enjoy being engaged because once you start planning the wedding, you don't stop. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. becomes about planning the wedding. So, so we didn't talk about the date. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about location or anything. I think we may have hinted at it before actually getting engaged. Like we wouldn't mind keeping the same anniversary or like, Ooh, Palm Springs could be fun. Um, but we didn't talk about it. I think for one month mm-hmm. and then it had been one month. We're like, let's talk about it. And I was like, do you want to get married on our anniversary? Okay, great. This year or next year kind of thing. And then, yeah. and it was um, like, if it's this year, it's in, like four months. Yeah, we got a plan. So if not, we have a year and a half to like plan this. So we were like, let's take a year and a half and enjoy being engaged. Yeah. Like there's no rush to get married. So let's just like take the year and a half to plan all the things we want to plan. And I'm so glad we did. Even though we felt the desire to be married, clearly we were engaged, we were ready to get married. But I'm really glad we didn't rush because I don't think it would have happened the way it did if we had kind of rushed through it. But yeah, Palm Springs was just at the top of the list. And thankfully it worked out. Yeah. So I'm looking at the, the photos and you went, it looks like you went to so, like a, a, num- a number of different places just out and about, like out in the desert in front of the uh, windmills and yeah. different parts of town. So you guys are probably a little more experienced than I am when it comes to being in front of a camera and going out and exploring random places to do like fun, sexy so- photo shoots. For our listeners who maybe haven't done that as much, can you tell me about how you worked with your photographer to go explore, find places, set up the photo shoot? Like, how did, how did, oh gosh, how did you get all these amazing photos? That's what I'm <laughs> Well, we, we started kind of like by looking at different weddings uh, in the Palm Springs area or like deserty California y type vibes um, on whether Pinterest or Google or YouTube. And um, we just saw there were so many great locations in Palm Springs or near Palm Springs that we could. Uh, could use. However, they're not like listed on a website of like, go here to take your wedding pictures. So we um, Googled around to try to find out where some of them were, as well as when we went to 
Palm Springs six weeks prior to our wedding to uh, do like a tasting and kind of tie up some loose ends prior to the wedding. We actually just got bikes from our hotel and we rode around the downtown area and we're like, okay, like pin this on your Google maps or mm -hmm. take a picture of this cross street, write yeah. it down. And we kind of mapped up places we'd want to go. And the windmills were actually like probably 20 minutes away from the downtown Palm Springs area. But they were like in the direction of the venue. Of the venue. <clears throat> of the venue. So we were like, yeah, we can do all these downtown things. And then on our way there, we stopped at Jimmy John's and got lunch, of course. Very and then classy. This is the day of the wedding. You, when, yeah. Yes. On the oh, way yeah, we, to the ceremony, you were taking photos like the morning yeah, of? Exactly. Yeah. We actually, we, we also, after kind of planning the vibe we wanted and like getting a couple pictures together, we talked to our photographer and he was like, oh, I'm all in. This is going to be great. We, it was like total Vogue moment. We were in our tuxedos with our, you know, our, our boutonnieres in and our wedding party had like the, the gorgeous flowers and tuxedos and dresses on. And we rented an old uh, 1965 fire Thunderbird, Firebird. Oh, I, I'm, I'm a guy who cars. doesn't know his car. <laughs> yeah. um, really cool old vintage car. Fierce car. And it yeah. was, um, so we, we, that morning we got ready. We did our first look in our tuxedos, which we had not seen on each other. Um, we hopped in the car with our photographer and we uh, did like an hour of pictures by ourselves mm -hmm. um, near the downtown area. Went back and picked up the wedding party. They all got in their cars and we drove to a couple locations and took pictures and then headed towards the venue. So we stopped at one more spot along the way that was where the windmills were. But we actually looked out on our little scouting bicycle trip and we found this. I would say almost like an abandoned, like used to be a parking lot or I'm not sure. It was yeah. like, it's like a little cliff area where there's huge, a huge drop off and huge, beautiful views in the background. And it was just like a flat space of nothing in this kind of hilly area. And that's yeah. where we took a lot of our uh, pictures and with, uh, pictures with the smoke bombs. Yeah. Like it felt that. like they were like, a, like going to build a house there. So they like flattened out yeah. the land and it was just like a, a dirt area like sandy area and it was just so beautiful yeah. just the palm trees and the mountains in the background but everyone we talked to either from palm springs or in the wedding business was like get a photographer that is from the area that you're getting married in because oh, they'll know the area they'll right. know where to take pictures they'll know all the best spots and we just said no and <laughs> we flew someone in from New York. yeah <laughs> we ignored everything oh but we were like we loved Tyler so much and he shot our engagement photos and he shot our engagement yeah or our yeah. proposal yeah um and we were like I oh and we did like an engagement shoot with him yeah, and so yeah. we were like we had worked with him a bunch of times and we were like we love the pictures he takes and so we were like he so was he, also very passionate about he's like I want to be your photographer and I think that mm -hmm. uh meant a lot as well as we also liked him so it mm -hmm. seemed like a good fit yeah for sure he's yeah. scratch studios nyc I think is his Instagram name so scratch studios in New York he's a great photographer yeah. we can we can include a link yeah in the description for the, for the episode um, and, you know, I've heard that over and over and over again, that for the photographer, for the planner, for a lot of the roles, the, the people who are helping you for that day, what's most important is their connection to you, that mm -hmm. they want, you know, that, that they know who you are and they know your story and they're part, like mm -hmm. you have a good, that you have good chemistry. Exactly. Um, so that sounds like really good advice. You mentioned a couple of things I wanted to go back and ask you about. One of them was the first look. Um, you guys are wearing matching tuxedos, right? On the day mm -hmm. of. So if you did a first look, does that mean that you stayed uh, separately the night before and then got ready separately or how did it work? I wasn't about to not sleep in the same bed as my future husband. So uh, we woke up and then we in the same bed and then separated and like got ready. Shower, got rooms, ready. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But then we, we actually, so we had the same tuxedos for the wedding and then we did a costume change during the cocktail hour and we uh -huh. had different tuxedos that we had we had custom made and we had seen each other in those ones and we like entered the reception in like new tuxedos which was a it lot was, of fun we didn't even tell cool. our wedding party yeah we walked oh, up and they were no. like what yeah those don't look like the tuxes from earlier yeah our oh my gosh i completely missed that now that i'm looking at i'm scrolling through your photos and i see wow that is really cool because your wedding the the, the tuxedos you were wearing during the ceremony were matching but these yep. are different yeah. Oh, I love that. They were, I mean, I felt like a million bucks. Oh my that. gosh, yeah. I still feel like a million bucks when I put it on. If I have, well, you know I, don't, I don't have a reason to put it on right now, but <laughs> our wedding tuxedo is always going to be super special. I don't know if it would fit right Oh, thanks. Yeah. 
maybe if we can do a part two of this episode, we can all show up in our tuxedos and yeah, can see it. But but we can feel like a million bucks. Uh, <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love these photos. Okay, so um, and and the other thing I wanted to ask you about besides the first look was the smoke bomb photo shoot. <laughs> this is this is so cool. Uh, you have like a whole rainbow of colors of the the smoke bomb and was that tell me about that who who, how did you figure that out whose idea was that did the photographer bring this no we i know we purchased those i don't remember i think we just saw it on pinterest we we saw like a photo shoot with smoke bombs in the background it was probably like a gender reveal or something we're like we should do our own (laughs) no i feel like it was like Oh, I'm, I feel like it was like the traveling gaze or some, it was like an Instagram account and they were all like holding smoke bombs in a rainbow. And I was like, that is gorgeous. So we did a little bit of research and we like, whatever the smoke hold. bombs we found, yeah, we couldn't hold them. So we had to put them on the ground and mm-hmm. so we put them behind us. And I mean, it turned out to be an awesome little photo spot. We it did one cool set. Thank you. It was cool. Yeah. We did one set of smoke bomb pictures that morning and then we actually didn't realize that they came each of the smoke bombs whatever came with an additional smoke bomb so we had a whole other set a rainbow set and um the cocktail hour had already started the pre-ceremony cocktails had started Mm -hmm. our family had already left a little like holding area if you will (laughs) we were like hanging out before the ceremony uh and so our photographer was like we have one extra set of smoke bombs let's like just do another one let's do another one so we ran outside and we did one out out there and the sun was actually peering over the uh like the hilltops at that point Mm -hmm. and through the trees and so we have one set when the the sun is facing us and one set with the lights behind us and they were both just really really cool they turned out so cool i really love them um and then and then the like the 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 photos with your group uh (laughs) you've got like I, i love how you did this with the car um, down some street, you've got like the, yeah. the hills in the background, the flowers are blooming. You've got everyone <laughs> like this is I, I, my favorite one here. I, I don't know if you can, um, if you, you probably have hundreds of these, but there's <laughs> one where like, you've got the car parked across like, like, mm-hmm. like uh, perpendicular to the street. Um, and everyone is like situated in a different pose. The girls yeah. are looking fly and the dudes are like, it's just, it's such a cool, I, I mean, I would like, I would frame this and hang it on your wall. <laughs> we honestly don't have any wedding pictures framed yet, and we need to because there we have some stellar shots from that day. Amazing. We, These are so yeah, good. We, oh, we felt like we you. were like in a magazine or something. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, and we we said to our photographer, we were like, we don't want any like prom poses. Like we can do that at the, at the ceremony of mm-hmm. like getting the like formal picture before the wedding. We can do that. But if we're going to do stuff with our wedding party, around Palm Springs in a desert with windmills, with a fancy car. We were like, we want to feel like we're just like in a Vogue photo shoot. And we had so much fun and so did our wedding party. Yeah, Like it was like such a highlight of the trip was just being ridiculous and like posing in the middle of the street. And we didn't get permits or anything. We just pulled the car up and parked and cars went around us when they needed to. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. It's also pretty quiet. I was running around. I probably would have honked and been like, like, this looks fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> I probably would have been like, "Can I join? Can I crash it?" Yeah, <laughs> I read in your article that you did have some wedding crashers, right? Yeah, we did. How we did, did you have wedding at a destination wedding? Were these people that you knew? How did you have wedding crashers? Well, we got married at a at a hotel, so I think mm-hmm. there were some hotel guests that maybe had a little too much to drink and wanted to join in. I mean, it probably looked like a lot of fun. It was. It was. It was <laughs> I would have done it if I was, I was like, this looks so fun. Our day was pretty magical. And that was like, honestly, just a little bit of like a eye roll, whatever. I'm not going to let the this take away from my joyful day. But I will say when we went back and looked at the wedding footage, there were a couple times when there were people we didn't know at our wedding blocking like my oh, parents' no. reaction to something oh, and no. the wedding footage. Like there were only a couple of times we, and we got you know asked to leave a couple of times, but then we, the final moment we walked outside with like sparklers and we like walked to the edge, like down the little final runway, got, got in the car and drove away. Like my brother-in-law and like my family members were blocked by some stranger standing. I had to like ask him to stop leaning on the car when we drove oh, away. It was no. <laughs> so like, yeah. just if you're going to crash a wedding, don't or just do, do the it, background. Do like... the background. Don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Be, be more respectful if you're going to crash. Yeah. A wedding. I feel like yeah, the moment on. that you would have been outed would be, would have been when everybody 
started dancing to the flash mob. <laughs> right. are like, oh shit. I, didn't, I, I didn't get the rehearsal video. Yeah. Like how quickly can you pick up on the choreography and learn it? Yeah. Um, be like, I didn't rehearse, but I'm here now. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Some of our family did rehearse and it probably looked like they had. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, okay, so still scrolling through these photos um, because I just I have to comment on so many of these. I love, and you mentioned this earlier that you guys wrote your vows. Um, so I think it's really cool the, the the photo of the book where you wrote your vows. It looks like a very long entry. <laughs> how how long were the vows? How long did it take you to read through these? I would say like a minute and a half each. Yeah, a minute and a half, okay. two minutes each. Okay. And then yeah, the was... ceremony itself, we were like, we want this to be short and sweet. We like also wanted, as we mentioned, we had a cocktail hour beforehand mm -hmm. and not just like just wine and water. We like wanted the full bar up and we wanted the party to start the second people got there. They yes. flew all the way to California, like let's get the party started. Yeah. And um, we also didn't want people to ever get bored during the ceremonies. So we're like a cocktail in your hand, you're gonna love it. And we had the best wedding officiant Oh on the planet gosh. his name is andrew and he's not captured i don't think his comedy's not captured in any of our photos but he he this 15 minute ceremony probably probably more like 20 he yeah it was like a stand-up set it was the most amazing oh funny heartfelt like uh, ceremony i've ever witnessed and i can't believe it was ours we went on a roller coaster of emotions from like laughter to tears and back again it was incredible my dad even went up to him afterwards and said will you please do my funeral someday because like that's the next big life event i have and i need to secure you for my next gig so he was such a hit and i think it just really set the tone for the whole evening was everyone um you know uh ready to like have this awesome positive experience mm -hmm. and yeah. we also pride ourselves in surrounding ourselves with people who are like-minded and joyful and happy and things like that and so it was just kind of like a great kickoff to the whole whole thing with mm -hmm. andrew just want to shout out andrew hodge for yeah. being the most amazing officiant what, what was the how was he making people laugh was he like roasting you guys or just making jokes about just making jokes i mean it was a little roasting a little oh roasting. sure a but like the year like whenever we asked him like a year before the wedding every time we would go out to dinner or get drinks with him he brought this like little notebook and would just write little things down here and there and we would always be like what are you writing down he's like don't worry about it don't worry about it and he just like kept like a running like tab of like i mean from funny things to like knowing that like my great grandma's favorite flowers like he wow. had everything yeah. and so he just like pulled from all of that and it was just perfect but he would like go like he was setting up a joke setting up a joke and then it would be something sentimental and then it would be like uh, a really sentimental thing really sentimental thing and then it would the punchline would be a joke it was like yeah. oh gosh one it was his, so funny one of his things was he said every everyone knows that a wedding day is the day that every little girl dreams of so today the stakes are really low <laughs> like things like that they like yeah, yeah, cool. his delivery was also great but yeah from broad like jokes that anyone could get to really specific niche jokes that the theater Only community oh, yeah. the theater community would get or it's like personal things that clay and i would mm -hmm. get that were just like little inside jokes it was it was the most perfect and everyone was just smiling the whole time smiling and like happy tears it was <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I, I saw one of the, the photos where I, it looks like you guys were recessing out, like leaving at the end of the ceremony. Uh -huh. I looked like you were tearing up quite a bit. Oh, all oh, the yeah. tears. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went to a friend's wedding once, and it, this was actually, it was a story he was telling. Uh, and so he was talking about what a sweet person she is. And he was like, I remember the first time that I, that I really recognized what a kind warm sweet person she is when we were at a toy store or something and or maybe this was a story from her childhood i don't remember the details but the gist of it was that she saw like a teddy bear or like a doll or something on the bottom shelf that was like broken that nobody wanted and she was like i want that toy because i don't want that toy to feel broken or unwanted and Aww. everyone's thinking like that's so sweet and then my buddy was like so i guess that's me the broken toy on the bottom <laughs> shelf. that's what she chose <laughs> and it was great. Like, it just went from the sentiment to like everyone you know crying uh -huh. laughter so that's funny that's, that's really wonderful <laughs> um but uh again cool that you had you know that close connection with someone who was part of your wedding absolutely okay and then so your your the book that you have your vows in is really cool and I saw that you had, were these gifts for the guests, the candles and the cookies that were custom? Yeah. Those were a little like 
party favors as people left you took a candle from yankee candle with our name or like our picture on that and cookies that were nice so delicious oh, yeah fresh beginnings cookies were so mm -hmm. delicious and we had an image a cartoon of us uh crafted and created by an artist uh the username is squeagle on instagram we can attach a little link to them yeah, as well yeah. and they uh do really cool like kind of disney looking cartoons we like disney a lot so we it's like a disney looking sketch of us in our tuxedos we put that on the candle and on the uh, cookies mm -hmm. and we also actually blew it up to it's probably like three feet by four no that's not that's not right two feet by three feet maybe and it's yeah. uh, like a poster where people sign this like cartoon picture of us as our uh, wedding book so yeah. we can hang it up and it's framed on our wall right now I'll clearly i'm not the best at guessing dimensions but it's not <laughs> that big it's just <laughs> but it's a great way that we can have it up on the wall and we can stop and read someone's message anytime yeah. we want it yeah that's um, cool. so kind of way to incorporate that idea in um, and you mentioned that you guys are big Disney fans. I could tell, I, I saw on your, uh, the studs from your tuxedo were little Mickey Mouse. Ears. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hidden Mickeys. <laughs> Hidden Mickeys in the wedding. That yeah. Those were really cool. Nice detail. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. And our cake toppers for, we each had, we, we had two different cakes. And mm -hmm. our cake toppers were like little Mickey ears with our names on them. It was really cute. Yeah. That was another question I had was about the two cakes. Um, yeah. What, tell me about that. Why two cakes? Well, at a heterosexual wedding, they have the wedding cake and they have the groom's cake. Mm. So we were like, well, we have two grooms. We need two cakes. Yeah. So we did like also a Also, fun... we're extra. So why not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we did like a funfetti cake that was like a classic white wedding cake. On and the then outside, we... like the yeah. icing and decoration. But it was rainbow on the inside, of course. Obviously. And then we did a cookie cake. Like, like a gourmet. Like tiered cookie cake. Yeah. Oh, it wow. Was they were so, so fancy and so, yeah. so beautiful. We had some of our wedding flowers incorporated okay. in the decoration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, they look so delicious. I would have. I would have been the guest. That's like, I need. I need some of both. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> uh, that looks so good. Of course, the sparkler photos are amazing. Where you're doing the dip with the kids. Yeah. That's very dramatic. <laughs> I love that. That's really cool. All round, man. I just like scrolling through these. I'm so jealous. I think the <laughs> like ugh, you guys are just so cute. The wedding party looks like they were having so much fun. You, you really looked like it was a, a really awesome day. It was it was pretty spectacular. It's definitely one that I would want to go back and relive over and over and over again if we had the option to. And thankfully, we can via videos and pictures and stuff and mm -hmm. conversations with friends that were there, things like that. But it was it was just incredibly special. I go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm going to go spend the rest of the day um, just chilling on the couch and watching your YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, just relaxing. So, And I'm going to invite our listeners to do the same. We'll put some links. We talked about a lot of things during the show. Um, we'll put all those links in the description. Um, Chris, Clay, you guys are awesome. Uh, really enjoyed getting to know you and hearing all the stories from your wedding day. And thank you for having the courage to answer these random questions. Uh, you didn't even know what they were going to be uh, from the New York Times, 36 questions that lead to love. Um, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Of course. Our pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. This was a fun walk down memory lane. And I know you said it was a love fest, but I just want to go cuddle Clay now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Of course. Thanks. Guys, we have a bonus episode with Chris and Clay. It's almost 20 minutes long. It's a good one. In that bonus episode, we go through a list of the 36 questions that lead to love by the New York Times. Here's how it works. The guys choose the questions without knowing what they are, and then they have to answer them. It was so fun. I did this in a previous bonus episode with Samuel Anthony and uh, really enjoyed it. Now, I keep talking about bonus episodes. Let me tell you how you can listen to them. They are exclusively for our patrons. You can get access to the, these bonus episodes and become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash do you take this band podcast. I'll put a link in the description, make it super easy for you to find it, but go check it out. Listen, you guys know the key to, the health, to a healthy relationship is what? Say it with me. Honesty. Oh. Or good sex. That's true. That's a good point. That's also important. But honesty is the key to a healthy relationship. So I want to be honest with you. I don't have any patrons yet. Listen, I know Patreon is not as sexy as OnlyFans, but I do believe there's value in wholesome content and there's so much more coming. So I am right now getting down on one knee, proposing to you, asking you here and now to become a patron. And here's what I'm going to do. 
for our first five patrons, I'm going to dedicate the next couple of episodes with a personal shout out on the show. How cool would that be to hear your name on the podcast episode? For our first five patrons, uh, you will get episodes dedicated to you. Guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow Men's Vows on Instagram and check out our blog if you haven't already. I'll see you next week with a new guest. Same time, same place, you and me. It's a date. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.